Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I'm your host, Becky Easton. Tonight is Thursday and we are in the middle of just a massive monsoon storm right now here uh, in Mesa. Um, so if you are in the area, I hope you're getting to enjoy it as well this evening. Um, I always love big electrical storms where you have a lot of a lot of lightning and it's a good show and everything and um the lightning has been lighting up my house for the last oh 10 or 20 minutes and it's great i'm loving it so today i wanted to talk a little bit about actions that you can take to become a better person and a better leader so I have been on a personal development kick, I suppose, for, oh man, maybe eight to 10 years now. And most of the beginning of that, I mean, honestly, I'll say until pretty recently, was listening to and uh, consuming uh, personal development content. Um, because, you know, act, doing the actual work is hard and scary and you have to change. Um, and who wants to get out of their comfort zone? But I'd say in the last year, at the very least, um, and very hardcore in this last year, I've been putting in the real work to, um, to change a lot of my kind of things that I was still just dragging me down. Uh, ways I was getting in my own way, and honestly, still am. It's a work in progress for sure. Um, but I've had that on my mind, and I came across this article from um, 2018 by uh, Deep Patel on entrepreneur.com, um, talking exactly about that, 12 actions you can take to become a better person and a better leader. And as I was reading through the article, I was really enjoying the um, the suggestions and I thought I would share them with you guys. Who doesn't want to be a better person, right? So the first suggestion is to see yourself for who you are. Your journey to becoming a better person starts with understanding who you are at your core. And I think this is one that kind of hits home for me and is in part, I don't know, maybe why I haven't started doing serious work um, to push myself forward until recently. Um, I, you know, I was very kind of shape-shifty and not set on anything and so it was really hard to get down to what was really important for me so that I could you know focus on on that as opposed to getting distracted with all the the other stuff being able to sit with my emotions and not you know either busy them away or numb them out or to ignore them entirely um, you know, really being honest with myself about what my weaknesses are, not just where I'm strong, things that I'm good at, but what is it that I'm weak at? What kind of negative qualities do I have? 
and what do I need to work on? You know, what is it that, for me at least, is, is getting in my way? What is keeping me from the success that I want to see? And being able to recognize that in yourself then gives you a, a starting point, right? Something to aspire to be more of or how you need to learn and be better. The next suggestion is to forgive and let go of anger. And I hear this one so much. Anger is so heavy and time-consuming and it just takes up free rent in your mind and um, and in your heart. And they say here that when we forgive, we let go of anger and hostility that eats away at our happiness and clouds our mind. Forgiving someone who has hurt you empowers you to let go of the pain from the past. You know, that isn't really meaning that you have to forget what happened, right? You're just releasing that resentment and anger which is otherwise burdening you. It allows you to heal emotionally, gives you peace, and can help you overcome depression, anxiety, and rage. So number three encourages you to accept responsibility. Stop blaming others when things don't go right. This was a realization that I had not too long ago. Along the same lines of, of this in that, um, you know, nobody is coming. Now, nobody is coming to save me. Nobody is coming to fix everything. Nobody is coming to do it for me. And we often put blame on others for things they've done to us or ways re we reacted because of them. And sometimes it's even so subtle that we don't even really realize we're doing it. We make excuses for ourselves and why something isn't our fault. You take control of your life when you accept that you are alone responsible for your actions. Taking this a step further, ask yourself whether you're taking responsibility for creating the life you want, for becoming the person you want to be. Or are you just letting life happen and then blaming the world for your failures? Ouch, that's a little bit of a gut check there. The fourth suggestion is to admit when you're wrong and apologize. And this can definitely be hard to do. When we apologize, we're showing empathy for the wrong person. We're acknowledging our mistakes. When we truly try to make amends, we're showing humility and compassion for those that we've hurt. And this has the ability to disarm those we've mistreated and to heal their emotional wounds. And it all can also help us heal. Now, it's impossible to move beyond a mistake until you admit it to yourself and to others. And apologizing allows us to reconnect and move forward. You may notice that when someone apologizes to you, it's a chance to see them as imperfect yet vulnerable, reminding you that you're all human and we all make mistakes. The fifth suggestion is to be a good listener. And I know this is definitely one thing that drives me a little crazy. When in a conversation, there might be several of us around and um, someone is just not paying attention at all like they're talking 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 and i'll say something for example and then they 
just shift to talking about something else, like not even paying attention to the flow of the conversation or continuing to talk about, you know, whatever train of thought they were on, um, not listening. And I know I'm not always the best about it either. Um, and I, I try to definitely be better or be aware of when I'm not um, able to listen and, you know, stopping people so that I can be more mindful of that. I know that's one way to show the speaker that you value their opinion and listening allows you to develop closer connections to others and hear other perspectives that you might otherwise dismiss. We want to try to engage in active listening with all the people who surround us and not just those that you want to impress. Right? Being an effective listener can change your life for the better by fostering deeper relationships and exposing us to thoughts, ideas, and worldviews beyond our own experiences. The sixth suggestion is to be polite. Being polite is a small act of kindness that we can do for everyone that we come across. It's not even a trivial thing. There's a lot of power behind saying thank you and please, giving someone a warm greeting, or taking the time to make a little small talk. Things like this instill positive feelings in those around you, especially when you first meet. And different situations call for different levels of politeness and formality. Seventh suggestion, have respect for others and yourself. And I think it's that and yourself that can really be key. Being respectful of others is a golden rule if you want to become better people. And it also relates to basic, basically all the other points on this whole list. So it goes beyond treating others with good manners and listening to them. Although those are important elements of respect, respect is also acknowledging differences in a cordial way. You want to be respectful of other people's time, ideas, experiences, and lifestyle. By showing respect, you acknowledge others and recognize the importance of treating others with integrity. And it doesn't really mean that you have to flatter them or even agree with their opinions. You can respectfully disagree. But if you do this while treating the other person with dignity, you set an example of how you expect to be treated in return. The eighth suggestion set goals for yourself. Goals give you focus and a way to measure, measure your progress. And this is something that I personally have always struggled with. I feel I'm terrible at, at goal setting or sticking to it um, or whatnot. I've got a hefty case of ADHD and that definitely is, is one of my, my struggles, um, goal setting and then planning how to get there now. It's overwhelming and, and scary. <laughs> However, goals motivate us to stay on track. And this article is suggesting to start by writing your goals down because people who write down their goals and dreams are actually more likely to achieve them. So think about it. What are your personal and professional goals? Where do you see yourself in five years? How about in 10 years? What kind of person do you want to be then? Because if you frame those goals positively as something you will do rather than something you will stop doing, then you will bring about the thing that you want. See, I've heard before that your brain doesn't understand don't. So if you say, you know, I will have long, beautiful nails as opposed to I will 
not to bite my nails. Your brain just doesn't ever hear that you're not going to do that. You just hear bite my nails. The ninth suggestion on here is to live with integrity. Personal integrity is a cornerstone of who we are and what we stand for. It's a part of our moral foundation and the principles and ideas that we value and hold dear. It's your personal compass and it will shape the kind of person you become over time. Living with integrity means being true to your ideals. It means that your outward actions reflect your inner beliefs and values. And it means making the choices that are necessary to live up to your standards. I think this is another one that I'm really just starting to define for myself, allowing me to get on um, a straighter course, if you will. You know, I've really taken the time to figure out what it is that that is important to me, that makes me feel like a, a successful person in this life. And um, piecing that together and understanding what it means to me then allows me to make better decisions that align with those values and that vision for my life. So the 10th suggestion on here um, says to recognize opportunities to grow and change. I was talking earlier about that comfort zone, right? We don't want to live there for too long. Um, Otherwise, well, I don't know. It's not good. (laughs) Life is ultimately filled with unexpected twists and turns that you can't predict. You can't help but be a little bit scared of change because the unknown is always a little bit frightening. But that fear can hold us back. And without realizing it, you're stunning your growth personally and professionally. By allowing yourself to grow and evolve over time, it's a necessary part of life and part of the journey that you're on. You don't want to turn away from new opportunities or shirk your responsibilities. You want to be willing to take a chance and push yourself outside of that comfort zone because you may be surprised at what you find. If you're always striving to keep learning new things, you'll become a well-rounded and better person. Number 11 is a suggestion that I recently realized had been missing in my life and I had been absolutely craving to be part of a community. And that could be a geographical location where you live, play, and work, but it can also be a virtual space where people connect through shared ideas, values, beliefs, and needs. So however you define community, it's important that you find ways to be part of a larger group. And you may even be part of different communities, depending on your interests and background. Communities provides us with support, give us a feeling of inclusion and connection to other like-minded people, and also gives us a way to give back and help others and share our own wisdom and knowledge. And finally, the last suggestion is to embrace the journey. Because remember, this is an ongoing journey. Our actions, how we live, how we spend our time, all add up. You want to recognize that not everything in life is linear. Sometimes we have to go backward to go forward. And along the way, we want to learn to appreciate what we have, to have gratitude for all that life has given us. Remember, you want to have some fun and allow fun and happiness to be sprinkled throughout your day. Life doesn't need to be dreary, so you don't have to let it be. 
surprise yourself and others, and remember to show kindness and compassion to those around you. Try to be a role model to others and behave the way you want others to see you and remember you. And just to add on to that one a little bit, one thing that I always try to remember and um, that really hit home for me when I was trying to make some tough changes is that you are not obligated to be the person you were 15 minutes ago. You can decide to change and you can decide to be different. You can decide that that is someone else's story and you are going to create your own. So I certainly encourage you to keep that in mind. And Family Wealth and Other Musings is now available on all your major podcast um, locations. So wherever you get your podcasts, you can find me. And wherever you are, I would definitely appreciate a quick review or comment, a like, follow, subscribe. Um, Any of that will certainly be appreciated. It helps the show grow, helps me talk to more people, helps more people find me. And uh, thank you again for listening in. If you ever have an idea for an episode or something you'd like to hear me talk a little bit more about, I'm definitely all ears. Please reach out. Other than that, I hope you have a great day. Thanks again for listening into Family Wealth and Other Musings. I am Becky Easton, your host. Have a great day.